0: Welcome to Ask BBB. It's a weekly program produced by the Better Business Bureau, serving Western Ontario. I'm Jim Swan, and this morning, Chris Lavoie, the Operations Manager at BBB, serving Western Ontario, joins me as co-host. Good morning. Good to have you along, Chris. Thanks, Jim. Chris, as Operations Manager, you oversee the complaint process at BBB, and later in the program, We'll
1: talk about that process. Yeah, handling complaints is a very important part of what we do. Many complaints are resolved without difficulty. Um, The process is in place to handle things in a way that is fair to the business and the consumer. And I'll be happy to explain how it all works.
0: Well, one complaint that we can't do very much about is the fact that we can't travel and visit like we did before the COVID-19 restrictions had to be imposed. And that has a lot of people looking at their home environment.
1: Home entertainment equipment has been in high demand, many people and businesses have upgraded their media rooms with some of the latest in technology. To explore what is possible, we welcome Derek Stevens of Total Home Audio Video. Good morning, Derek.
2: Good morning. Thanks for having me, guys.
1: So things have changed from the days of a TV set in the corner of a room or an audio system to play our CDs or vinyl. Could you kind of give us an idea of what is possible in today's world?
2: Uh, absolutely. Uh, today's audio video systems have certainly come a long way uh, with the majority of source content coming from streaming services. Long gone are the days of simply plugging in a simple CD player. Uh, you know, that said, the new technology we have available allows us to do some really neat whole home audio video systems that are actually quite fun to use. Uh, in a typical system, we'll usually have an audio video rack that houses all of the equipment for the whole home, so all the amps cable boxes, streaming media players. Uh, this gives a central connection point for all of the home's equipment, allowing us to design a system that can distribute all those contents throughout the entire house.
0: So what are some of the key benefits then to having things centralized like that?
2: Well, a big benefit here is that we can actually share sources throughout the entire home. So you don't require a cable box for every TV or a streaming box for every TV we can actually share, for example, uh, two cable boxes, an Apple TV, and a Blu-ray player that will play on all the TVs in the home. This is pretty big because it gives you a streamlined system with less components overall, but also provides a seamless transition. So say if you're watching TV in the family room and you wanted to go out to your patio TV, you just turn it on there and it's playing, and then you want to finish up your show in the master bedroom. Uh, Another big, big thing here is it gives you a very clean install. you know, all you see in each TV zone is the TV and speakers. You you don't have to have a big bulky cabinet sitting in your living room with all the equipment's blinking lights, fan noise. Uh, you know, it all h- gets housed in an AV rack hidden away in a closet or your furnace room or really wherever you'd, you'd like.
1: Well, if it's all hidden away, how do we control it?
2: That's a very good question. So this is the vital part of our system design, uh, our control system. We use URC automation. This provides our clients with A very easy to use interface so it gives you one touch automation from your smartphone we have handheld remotes in wall touch screens uh, and also voice control it's pretty neat Uh, so for instance to watch TV you'd simply push watch cable everything happens from that the TV turns on the amp turns on cable box everything switches to the correct input there's no need to point the remote it's all done wirelessly Uh, we do have clients of all ages who easily master this type of control system it's very intuitive Uh, for all skill levels, takes the hassle out of multiple remotes, and it automates it all for you. Can this whole home
0: audio system be retrofitted into an existing home, or is it only possible when you're building?
2: No, no, it sure can be retrofitted. Uh, Now, every home is different, so every system design is going to be a little bit different. So we we can't tackle each home in the same way, but there is always a solution for retrofitting an, an existing home. That is where of course our expertise comes in. We, we often retrofit an entire smart home system with no repair needed to the drywall. A lot of people are hesitant to explore a smart home system because they think they're going to be left with a bunch of holes in their walls that they're going to have to fix after. But that is not the case anymore, especially if you have an attic space or an unfinished basement. These are all things that allow us to get the wiring where we need it. Now, That said, it is, of course, a lot easier to get things wired up properly during the building process or renovation process. It's often an overlooked part of the build, so we do always recommend anyone who's building or renovating to reach out just to discuss the possibilities available to them before the drywall goes up. This allows us to do a custom design for their needs, but it gets everything wired up before the building is finished.
1: So besides home, you know, audio and video, are there any other options that could be integrated into a smart home?
2: Absolutely. Now, over the past decade, we've certainly branched off to more things than just audio and video. Uh, This is, of course, because smart home systems have come into play. So, a couple of the main things that we incorporate now uh, would be shading solutions. We offer automated shades, so motorized shades. These ones that we offer are custom made by Lutron. Uh, They're one of the leaders in the custom shades market. They offer hundreds and hundreds of fabrics to match any decor. They're either Hardwired or battery powered uh, the battery ones have an industry leading four to six year battery life uh, With simple to replace D cell batteries. So it's pretty neat uh, They're also very very quiet. You often don't even hear them going up or down uh, Another neat feature of them is they can be set for daily schedules. So for ex- for example uh, If you want them to close at dusk or open every day at a certain time uh, They can be done uh, another neat aspect is they can be controlled from your phone uh, from voice commands Uh, we have shading keypads and best of all they can be integrated with our urc automation system
1: well the shading solution seems very neat is there anything else you could talk about when it comes to you know either lighting or security
2: absolutely Uh, lighting automation we do quite a bit of nowadays Um, long gone are the days that you just plug in a plug-in timer for your lamps Uh, our lighting automation systems made by Lutron so the same brand as the shades For our lighting automation, we simply replace your dimmer or light switch, and now that lighting zone is part of the system. Uh, You can automate the lights just like the shades, so through daily schedules. You can also use a keypad uh, or voice control. So voice control can be anything like turn on my kitchen lights or dim great room to 50%. It's pretty neat what they can do. These can also be tied in with our URC automation, so you can control your lighting from your actual audio video remote as well.
0: Now, you, you mentioned very briefly security. So does, is, is all of, are all of these things tied into a security system or could they be?
2: Yes, all these systems can be tied in together. Um, security is, is a big portion of our business now. You know, Unfortunately, in today's world, this is becoming a necessity for a lot of people. We do offer keypad alarm systems as well as video surveillance systems. Both, of course, can be accessed from your smartphone, even when you're not at home. So you can check on your alarm notifications or check your home's video cameras. It's a really nice peace of mind we find for a lot of people to have that coverage.
1: And speaking of cold Canadian winters, what about golf and some other sports simulators that might be able to help us through these cold times?
2: Absolutely, these things are pretty neat. A lot of us I'm sure have seen these on TV, at a resort or maybe even a trade show. We now offer these sports simulators for in-house installations. So, You can keep up on your golf skills all year round in the off season and playing your favorite PGA courses. Simulators, they're actually really accurate in terms of shot distance ball spin. They even track your club angle and wind direction on the course you're playing. So it's not just a video game. Many of the pros actually use these for actual training. One great feature that we've added recently is our sports packages. So not just golf, we can introduce sports like soccer, baseball, football, even target practice. And they're all thrown up on the big screen. It's pretty neat.
0: How much room would you need to have an installation uh, of a sports simulator like that, Derek?
2: Well, that's a great question. It really depends on the sports you want to play. If you sort of want to have the full binder of the sports packages, especially golf, ideal ceiling height is 10 feet. Now that's not to say you can't get away with a nine foot ceiling, but if you have a really tall buddy over with his driver, you might have an issue. So 10 feet is what we strive for. And floor space, any, anywhere really they're custom made. So anywhere from 15 feet wide by 15 feet deep, absolute ideal scenario is 20 foot by 20 foot uh, footprint with a 10 foot ceiling. You're
0: listening to Ask BBB and our guest this morning is Derek Stevens, who is the owner of Total Home Audio Video. We're gonna take a break and when we return, we'll find out if some of this new technology can change the workplace. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swann and I'm here with Chris Lavois, who is the Operations Manager at BBB Serving Western Ontario.
1: And with us still is Derek Stevens of Total Home Audio Video.
2: Good morning again guys.
0: So we've been focusing on what's available to enhance our home experience. Uh, uh, what about the workplace? Do you get involved there?
2: we do yes uh now you know our business name is total home audio video but that doesn't mean our systems don't enter the workplace a big portion of our installations are commercial spaces uh, such as office buildings restaurants golf courses wedding venues you name it we've done them all Uh, we'll often do someone's home system and they're so pleased with our services that they bring us into the workplace Uh, for boardrooms for instance uh, we do a lot of our video conferencing systems which in today's world it is becoming almost a necessity we give our clients a system that provides excellent video and audio clarity so you can actually hear clearly on both ends of the video conference which makes a big big difference for those important meetings right um, another area for the bars restaurants and wedding venues is we utilize our urc automation system this gives for example a feature on a remote that says daily on so Bartender comes in at the start of their shift and they would push a button called daily on. So what this would do is it would fire up all the TVs in the entire building, starts playing music, sets the correct volume, sets the correct TV channel all from that one button. Uh, At the end of their shift, they push daily off a button on the keypad that shuts everything in the system down. So not only does this save time having to train your employees, it lets them spend their time on service for your clients. Uh, It's really, really neat what we can do with commercial spaces.
1: So what's the timeline normally for, you know, from consultation to installation?
2: Well, that will, of course, vary per job and the timeline of the client's needs. A lot of the time we're reliant on uh, either a renovation or a build to finish up. Um, But, you know, in that case, we get in during the build to pre-wire everything, get everything in before they drywall and then once the building's finished, so trimmed out, painted and whatnot, we come back with the equipment, so the speakers, the TVs, and we get everything installed. Uh, if it's not renovation based, and it's just a client that would like to retrofit some things, uh, we can do as early as a couple weeks out from initial consultation. Most of our products arrive within a day or two from time of order, so that's really, really nice and quick. Uh, so usually we like to work on a two week basis, uh, but of course renovations and delays with that can always play a factor as well.
0: I guess one of the questions now in a lot of people's mind is, is what sort of budget would you need to allow to be able to begin uh, in some of these systems?
2: So as, a, as I mentioned, every home is different and every client's needs are a little bit different. So some people want the best of the best and some people just want a couple rooms here and there. Uh, so it is really hard. That's the number one question we get is how much does it cost? That can be a tough answer just because every system is completely different. Uh, So best ways to give us a call and we can come out, take a look and give you an idea on the spot.
0: Derek, you've uh, given us some fantastic ideas and information. I'm sure there are some folks that will be wanting to uh, be in touch to find out how much they can change their audio video systems at home. Thanks very much for your time this
2: morning. Uh, Thank you very much, Jim and Chris, for having me on today. Uh, I just want to say I hope all your listeners stay safe, happy and healthy. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. You're listening to Ask BBB, and we've been talking to Derek Stevens, who is the owner of Total Home Audio Video. Check them out at the BBB directory under Electronic Equipment Dealers. Total Home Audio Video is an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. And we'll return in a moment to talk to our Chris Lavois about how the BBB handles complaints. Welcome back once more to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan, and I'm here with Chris Lavoie, who is the Operations Manager at BBB Serving Western Ontario. Good morning again, Chris.
3: Good morning, everybody. Chris, as
0: Operations Manager, you oversee the complaint process at BBB. So this morning is a good opportunity for us to talk about what happens when someone complains to BBB about a business. So first, what are the most common complaints that
3: come into BBB's office? So honestly, complaints differ by season. Um, we receive many different types of complaints, and there's, there's really very little common about them. Um, or most complaints that we receive, they, can, they stem from a simple misunderstanding that grows into a bigger ordeal. So a lot of the times, the complaints that we receive could have been resolved before we even received them, um, simply by providing better communication.
0: Alright, BBB can't handle all complaints that no. uh, people come. What kinds of complaints can BBB uh, handle
3: yeah so a uh, BBB handles disputes that relate to marketplace issues experienced with a product or service that a company provides um, so these complaints they have to meet our complaint acceptance guidelines so what that means is you know the complainant has to seek assistance from the BBB it has to be from a person or the person's authorized representative um, that actually had a marketplace relationship with the company the complaint it needs to relate to a marketplace issues and normally these issues have to have ever ar- have arisen within, you know, the previous 12 months. The complaint has to allege a deficiency in the company's marketplace performance uh, with regards to either the service or the products that a business either provided or has has agreed to provide. And the complaint can't be in litigation when filed. It can, can also have already been settled by either, you know, mediation or arbitration between the parties. Um, also, I mean, it goes without saying, but we we don't accept complaints with abusive language, so...
0: So um, you've mentioned uh, the kinds of complaints we can't
3: handle. Are there any others that fit into that? So, yeah, I mean, there's actually a, I mean, there's a, I don't want to say a long list of complaints that we can't handle, but um, we don't handle employee or employer disputes. We, we can't handle, obviously, complaints about government agencies. For the most part, we, we try not to handle complaints where there's uh, an agency that's already been set by law. To address those issues Um, so some of those things would be complaints alleging discrimination or a violation of a person's you know rights Um, complaints where people are seeking criminal penalties or alleging some sort of criminal violation so you know robbery assault extortion vandalism ultimately we don't pursue any complaints where somebody is seeking to have a person arrested jailed or prosecuted I guess one of the other things that we don't handle is complaints regarding the competency of um, you know, specific industries like doctors, dentists, veterinarians. It's, it's, we could handle complaints when it comes to the billing or customer service issues of those, but uh, we don't accept, accept any complaints when it comes to, regarding the competency. Um, we also, we won't handle complaints where the complaint is challenging the validity of a, of a law. So, you know, for an example, this would be like, we won't take a complaint about a local utility that's trying to seek change in rates that's already been set by law. Um, and then the other main thing is we, we don't take any complaints where somebody's seeking compensation for personal injury. So any kind of slip and fall accidents, or if they're trying to get any compensation for emotional emotional distress um, or any anxiety suffered as a result of a marketplace transaction.
0: So, Chris, if we call to register a complaint because we think a business hasn't treated us fairly, what what sort of information should we have at
3: hand? Yeah, so we should have. You need to have the appropriate contact information for for both the consumer and the business. The contact information for the business must be enough for us to determine the, the company's location. Um, if we're not able to locate the business, we we won't be able to handle the complaint. Um, the other piece is we're going to need the actual complaint itself. So it's important to remember that you were complaining through the BBB, not really to the BBB. Um, so the complaint will be sent to the business and it should be written that way. So it's best to keep it short and, and, and on topic. We also need a valid expected resolution. So this is what you want from the company to consider the matter resolved. Keep in mind that we won't process complaints seeking compensation for either mental distress or anxiety suffered as a result of that marketplace transaction.
0: Does BBB only handle complaints uh, that are about accredited businesses?
3: No, we handle complaints regarding any business that's located in our service area as long as it meets our complaint acceptance guidelines. So, Chris, do all complaints get posted on the uh, Businesses BBB profile in the BBB directory? So normally all complaints that meet our acceptance guidelines will become part of a business's BBB business review. Uh, so what we do is we publish the type of complaint that we receive and how the complaint was handled. So if it was either resolved, unanswered, etc. The actual text of the complaint will also normally get posted. However, it, it does take a little bit longer since it actually has to go through um, an additional review. We have to make sure that we redact any personally identifiable information, any inappropriate language, or anything that's considered, you know, gratuitous or inflammatory. So what's the difference between a complaint and a review? So obviously the biggest difference is that reviews can be positive. In fact, 70% of the customer reviews that we receive are actually positive. So A consumer files a complaint when the consumer wants BBB's help to resolve a dispute with a company. Usually, but not always, it involves some sort of monetary claim and they want to share the outcome with the public. Customer reviews allow consumers to share their opinion. So whether it's good or bad, they get to share their opinion about the company and the interaction they had with them.
0: And if the complaint is resolved, then uh, other people see how that company handled uh, a complaint and and it gives them confidence that they will. That's right. Uh, How do reviews in the BBB directory
3: differ from other reviews from other sites so while we would like to be able to promise that every review comes from a real consumer um, however our experience shows us that it's nearly impossible to guarantee but what we do do is we, we take a lot of steps to minimize misuse and improve the customer the consumer experience so a couple of things that we do is customer reviews are vetted by BBBT team members before they're sent to a business prior to being published online um, we also have a really good internal algorithm and some additional security features that really helps prevent fake reviews. So we validate the email addresses and the phone numbers of reviewers. Businesses are able to dispute an interaction with a particular consumer. And uh, so what this here, a reviewer would then have to would, would then be required to submit documentation to prove that the actual interaction took place. Um the other couple of things that are different is that we do not allow comments from third parties. So there's no tag on comments. It's it's just a review in the business's response. And we do not allow anonymous reviews um, or we don't allow reviews in which the consumer was compensated. Well, Chris, that's our time for Ask BBB. and thank you very much for joining me this morning as our co-host. Remember, you could contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. At BBB Western ONT. And if you are interested in becoming a BBB accredited business, call us or go online to BBB.org/Slash Western Ontario and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. Until next time,
0: I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Chris Lafoy. Remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.